0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Jazz Talks. Firstly, I just want to say a big thank you to everybody that tuned in to mine and Joe's introduction last week. Uh, we've had such a great response from it, and I'm just happy that it's something that we can continue doing because everyone seems to like it. So, um, Today, I have got with me Dave McKenzie. Um, so, thanks for being with us. Well, here, that, thanks for having me. Thank thanks you. Thanks for being here appreciate it
1: thanks for the mug as well by the way nice touch for the mug oh yeah you're welcome Cheers.
0: Cheers. (laughs) so Dave obviously everyone's different but tell us a little bit about yourself and kind of your experience before all of this pandemic stuff happened so oh yeah I should probably talk about what the podcast is going to be about today so today we're talking about um, how the nightlife has obviously affected people, how things have changed, um, people that went out a lot before or people that didn't go out a lot before, just how it's kind of how we've kind of had to adjust and stuff so tell us a little bit about yourself and kind of how things were for you before. Sure. And yeah.
1: Okay well yeah so my name's Dave I'm 28 years old I moved here in September to the UAE with my uh, better half Alex and Great new job opportunity. Um, Moved in September in a hotel, very busy. Got a place, amazing. Just setting up, meeting a few new people, going out, and then uh, got to sort of February time and everything got turned upside down.
0: Everything went to shit.
1: Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) You know, obviously being in London, um, certainly in the summer, it was going out not every night, but seeing people most nights. Yeah. And then, you know, we started a new life here. Didn't know a single person. It was just the two of us. So we were obviously eager to to start meeting people. Um, and you know we had a good run up to Christmas, but I was really busy. So unfortunately, COVID happened, and then um, from sort of February onwards, we've been the two of us locked at home. No plans to go out. Nothing.
0: Yeah, it's, it sucks.
1: Yeah. It really
0: does. But good news for us, over in the UAE, are so we've been having a curfew, haven't we? We've been having like a curfew from. 6am to 10pm and then we just got a notification the, like two, what a day or two ago
1: yeah so typically what happens every day is um around the same time at night you get this alert on your phone um bit like which is like it's like the purge yeah we were talking about it earlier yeah. it's like the
0: purge it's like alarm just goes off on your phone and it's like a and then you're like oh okay can't go anywhere
1: now. Yeah, and then you get a message read to you so you be at the shops, you know, in a but queue. I didn't
0: listen to it for long enough.
1: I mean, to, it's pretty freaky. It's pretty hear, freaky. I mean, to
0: hear that message. Yeah. I only found out about that from you guys today.
1: So, for after 4 months of every night do not leave your home under, you know, serious penalties, you get the uh the national sterilization program's complete. Um you're free to to move as you if, as yeah. you please. So, um we still kn-
0: have to stick to um the like we can't leave Abu Dhabi still so well like our curfew has been removed revoked but we still can't leave Abu Dhabi like we can't go to Dubai or you know like outside of Abu Dhabi which is it's like it's annoying but in in another sense seeing everything that's been going on in Dubai so Dubai is obviously just they've just been told that they can't um, they've stopped serving alcohol now in, yep. in all the bars in Dubai I think because all the rules were like lifted for them and then uh, everyone just went crazy. Like everyone just went completely nuts. There was like these massive pool parties going on and everything, and and then all of a sudden, it's like, okay, no, we're not serving alcohol anymore. Yeah.
1: and I think you know Dubai, they got the restrictions lifted quicker, so everyone's a bit jealous of them, really, because everyone's going about their normal business. And now we're
0: like, ha Yeah, and now now <laughs> we we're train. now we're ahead
1: of the curve. Um, <laughs> but I mean, you know, so the biggest change when lockdown happened for us was. We were used to going out three or four times a week. Yeah. Like dinner, midweek, and obviously UAE is quite pricey. Yeah. And then Thursday and Friday night, which is the weekend here, was well, we don't know anyone, so let's get ourselves out there. Let's go to different bars. And you kind of get sucked into the whole it's okay to spend like a 100 quid on some drinks well, because. Yeah,
0: because the, the, the prices are obviously what we would call like London prices plus. Yeah. Plus a bit more. Completely. Well.
1: Yeah. And yeah. But, you know, we would typically you know in London go out quite a lot but of course you come here you're earning more because of obviously the tax and other benefits and then but you're not seeing any savings so like we moved in, in September come uh, Christmas when we went home we were sort of looking at our accounts and we were like you know we've, we've not we've not really saved anything we've just ramped our lifestyle up to match our kind of new income. Yeah.
0: Me and Joe are actually going to talk about that uh, quite specifically next week about um, you know like the UAE lifestyle. Yep. I remember when I actually I went for <laughs> I went back to the UK for Christmas and I went into this bar uh, to this like pub and I ordered uh, a round of drinks for me and my friends and I thought he said 50 something pounds so I'm just like openly handing over like 60 quid money, money bags keep the change yeah. type thing and he's like no i said 15 pounds yeah, yeah.
1: Like, oh. you've been here, you've been here too long so you get you get <laughs> used it's to an, those prices it's the norm, yeah. i mean i i translate everything in aed to pound sterling still because i'm just shocked yeah um whereas you obviously you've obviously been here a few years now so you must just
0: it took me a while to get out of that though yeah. i must admit like it's because it's like monopoly money here isn't it yeah like you're, I, I think that probably for the first two years, I still, I still converted everything. Like just Google. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not,
1: it's not a good habit to get into because it's just, it can just be quite depressing. You know, you go out for a couple of drinks and you're like, wow. So, you know, when lockdown happened, obviously the first issue for us was, you know, we were a bit nervous about our future because the whole economy is completely done. Well, everything's on hold. So what we did was it was like right budget, savings, let's make a plan, how can we get through this come what may and I think um, you know in the short term we were like actually we can start saving some cash here Yeah. because where we were going out three to four times a week that's not even an option so like when we were in London you'd always want to save as you do but most people will say living in London you don't. You just go out. You spend that money that you could save. And
0: was, you said you mentioned earlier when we were talking before this about having that FOMO, as yeah. well, like that fear of missing out. Like whereas now we don't, we don't have the option to have that fear of missing 100%. out, do we? Because nobody's doing anything. So you're just like, yeah, yeah, it's all right. I'm staying. <laughs>
1: yeah, so you know you don't have any guilt for staying in, watching Netflix. What else? What is everyone else doing? Yeah, nothing. So yeah. you don't have that temptation where you've had a long working week get to the end of it and there's always that one friend or one person you know who's like fancy a cheeky beer Yeah. And you're like yep fancy a
0: cheeky one yeah exactly <laughs> and
1: then you know before you know it you've had a whole weekend of treating yourself so certainly the first few months we couldn't do that and that was great i mean you, you go to the shops you buy nice food you might go to the uh and get a couple of beers or whatever but you yeah. really you're not moving you're not doing anything you're not spending you can't even get amazon because obviously all the deliveries are shut down so you Know a positive for us was the fact that we were. Could you not get Amazon? I've
0: been able to get Amazon. well, yeah. I mean, but it does say like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, do you, you get your delivery in like two months' time, yeah. Not some like of them. an owl
1: who's ordered something, um, some sort of uh, textiles thing, it's bang, been banging on about it for three months, like can't hear the end of it. It's like it keeps, keeps checking the post, it's never arriving. It's like, <laughs> so, so I guess my point is, you know, even with. In a world where you're used to um, spending on Amazon, getting everything you need the next day, that's, that's been gone as well. So the opportunity to just uh, be frivolous with your cash has been removed, which yeah. has been really good, because it meant that we've now got this amazing budget in place, we're saving, and that's, and that's been a positive. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess, you know, I'm very lucky, <laughs> I've still got my job, so I'm still bringing money in, which is, you know, I'm very thankful for, because, you know, unfortunately a lot of people aren't, aren't so lucky. And certain industries have been, you know, adversely affected by the whole um, COVID-19. Yeah. I mean, you know, obviously, you know, when I, f- I first saw you actually, before we met, I saw you performing in Yas, you know, on stage in an impact bar and that was really oh, cool. Did you? Yeah, it is, oh. yeah. I was a bit embarrassed to sort of like lead with that when we first met, because it sounds a bit, bit top Well, I'm fan. a bit
0: embarrassed that I kept calling you Matt all the time.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you know, I'm an identical twin, so I'm very used to being, um you know, addressed by the wrong name, so it's like, whatever you want to call me, that's fine. You but know?
0: it's weird though, like, do you not ever get that thing, you know, when you meet someone and you're just like, you don't look like that name, or like, you look like a Rachel, or you look like a,
1: You pretty. in your case, it was like, you're pretty firm you on like, that, you're like, yeah. you're not Dave, so I'm not going to accept that, you're a Matt, you're I was Matt. like, you're just a you Matt. know, I'm just trying to, um, you know, meet a new crowd, so I'm not going to argue with you. <laughs> If I'm Matt, I'm Sorry. Matt, you know, I just want to fit in, so yeah. yeah, call me what you want.
0: Actually, his name's Matt, guys, it's not Dave, yeah. it's Matt. Um, so, like, initially, when all these rules got put into place, um, so initially our rules were, uh, we obviously we had the curfew, but then eventually the bars did start to reopen again, and... Um, we were allowed to go back but obviously it was like these rules like only four per table which i think actually still still applies yeah um but that first time for you going out again um how like how did it feel being back in that kind of environment
1: i mean like yeah a bit of social anxiety i suppose you know i've, I've spent you did,
0: see, that's what that's, that's that was the next thing that i was going to ask you actually oh, because 100
1: percent. like you know i'm very thankful my partner Who's sitting over here? So I'm obviously going to be very. She,
0: she's over here, like.
1: Very complimentary. Uh, we've been lucky that we've been um, through the lockdown together, and we've come through the other side um, unscathed, which is great. So we, you know, we've been hanging around together, and that's cool. But then you have the idea that you're now going to go into like a social setting and, and meet people, and certainly, you know, the, the kind of social group that we've kind of come into. Yeah. For the first time ever, you know, we had something planned a couple of weeks ago, and I was like. I had this sort of feeling in my stomach where I was a bit anxious about how it was going to go and meeting new people, and I was like, I've never ever felt that before, really. Yeah. Um, it's
0: really interesting actually, because um, I I was talking to some other people when I was in a bar the other day about the same subject, and it was just like so weird, have, like going back into that environment, like that kind of bar environment again. And it wasn't just weird in the sense that you did have to stick the floor to a table because obviously if you're like passing some people that you know and whatever you can obviously stop and say hello but there was this kind of like anxiety and for me it wasn't an anxiety of um, worrying about catching the virus or anything mm. it was more like you said it was like this kind of social anxiety I think because you've been locked away for so long like completely cut off from civilization basically yeah. that happened to go back into that environment is, is is it was quite a strange feeling. Oh
1: yeah, I mean I think you you forget human interactions like we're social beings, right? Yeah. And going to get a coffee, transport, dealing with people at work, like that's and then you go away from that and it's just me and Al at home. And I can be as weird as I want around her, I don't have to worry about anything. <laughs> like we're past that stage. Six years, you know, there's nothing I can do that's gonna weird her out, I hope and Hopefully. yeah never know. still um, time yeah yeah exactly um, see how
0: this podcast goes yeah yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> so so i think that's like the source of the anxiety is you know you've had four months of of no real interactions and then you're put back into that position yeah and it's yeah it's daunting for yeah. sure well
0: because i actually when i think about it i actually remember when like because sometimes my my friends used to call it when i went into a cave but every now and again i would just kind of Lock myself away for like a, a couple hermit. of days. Become
1: like a hermit.
0: Yeah, I would. I would just become like a, a a Netflix hermit or whatever for a couple. of It was usually after I'd been like on a a big kind of drinking session, yeah. and I'd just be like, I don't want to face the world for like a couple of days, and I, I like I wouldn't answer my phone or anything. And after that couple of days, like maybe two or three days, um, I remember just like speaking to somebody on the phone again for the first time, or like you know just like going out again. Um, just kind of felt like a, a little bit trippy yeah. almost, like yeah. it was weird I feel like
1: you've regressed, you know, you spend your entire teenage years being anxious about social interactions, well <laughs> at least I did I hope most people felt like that as well <laughs> when they're kind of growing into themselves and then you get to a point, you know, I've just turned 28, I feel like I'm confident enough in my own skin and then it kind of gets taken away from you a bit, but you know there have been some massive upsides to the whole process yeah, for sure definitely
0: like me and Joe um, talked about that a little bit the other day and I my definitely my upside was that I've just I've been a lot more like productive yeah but what about for you like what kind of thing what what would you say is like been the good that has come out of this for you well
1: i i think the mustache has been like a new thing for me
0: <laughs> let's talk about the mustache yeah. for a minute because quite unusual for a British well, person to be, if it's not Movember, to be rocking rocking such a fancy
1: tash. Well, I need a much more than a month to get it to look even remotely respectable. So, you know, my job's quite client facing, and I wouldn't really look at doing like a moustache. And you need a kind of a growing period of a few weeks, especially for me, because I'm kind of lacking in the facial hair department. Is um, that is that
0: the reason why? Is well, it like I can grow it here, so I'm going we, to grow it here. Yeah, and I
1: just um, I had a fancy dress film so i obviously do zoom a lot because of you know connecting with friends which is which is great and we had like a film viewing and the film we were watching is called hot rod the guy has a particularly terrible moustache and i thought for the film i'm gonna do a fancy dress and grow Mm. this terrible moustache which i did and it was quite successful and
0: that's that's where the love story began yeah so i kept growing it but (laughs) how do you feel about the tash alex his, his his other half is out over here so we're just gonna it's get her different. opinion on it.
1: What's that? You love it? Yeah, <laughs> Don't put words
0: in her mouth yeah. Don't put words in her mouth. <laughs> she thinks
1: she's going out with a different guy. She's great. <laughs> Perfect. Although I've got to the point now where I'm getting like a tinge of uh, ginge in the in the tash. I don't know if you know this. That's
0: actually quite, that's very that, that's actually really normal for any male, no matter what colour your hair is, to have a bit of a ginge tinge yeah. in your yeah.
1: So I'm not really. Nose. I didn't sign up for that.
0: Um, <laughs> what have you got against
1: the ginge? <laughs> I don't have anything against the ginge. but um, so I think its days are numbered. But I've enjoyed it. It's been fun. My family have been particularly cruel to me about the whole. Really? Oh, like I've had. Uh, John Cleese from Faulty Towers. I've had yeah. Um, I've had a, Ron Jeremy. Do you know who Ron Jeremy is?
0: Ron Jeremy uh, is that the Will?
1: We'll you shouldn't be ashamed if you don't know the answer to that question. <laughs> he's a very famous. Um, don't Google him. Obviously. I do
0: know. I do know. So like, he's like an iconic
1: seventies porn star, apparently.
0: Oh, I, the the only reason that I know who he is, is isn't doesn't Will Ferrell like. Uh, reference to him in, like, The Anchorman.
1: Yeah, probably, yeah. I think so. I mean, in, sure. in the porn industry, he's, like, a he's a founding father. And, anyway, I didn't really know who he was. wasn't ashamed of the fact that I didn't know who he was because, let's be honest, <laughs> 70s porn, not my thing. <laughs> well,
0: this conversation's just taken a turn.
1: Yeah, so, so maybe that, yeah. So, anyway, everyone's been really cruel about it. So, days and number. So, that's a positive.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. But, but how do you feel in it, though? It doesn't matter what anybody else is. Do you like it?
1: Uh, yeah or f- have
0: you grown quite attached to it yeah
1: apart of, I don't know getting, getting food stuck in it's pretty gross I guess <laughs> um, your coffee phone yeah or egg or you know that that's not very good um, but yeah so that's a positive so the Tash you know jokes aside <laughs> it's one thing that I've been working on this other thing would be um, I've never really been a reader so I've I've had time on my hands, so I've started reading yeah. aggressively.
0: Me too, actually, yeah. what have you been reading?
1: So I read a book about Winston Churchill, Yeah. which given, I mean, through all of this, I just want to be clear, like, it's not been hard for us. We're lucky, still got work, we're yeah. in a great country, the weather's awesome, um, you know, obviously people back home have had it really bad, Yeah. and obviously when you come to matters like bereavement and not being able to go to weddings and that type of thing is terrible. Um but
0: but i do feel a little bit jealous of like people in the uk a little bit as well because here it's happening to us where obviously we're getting into this like massive summer heat so we can't like and obviously it's getting into the prime time in the uk so i'm seeing all of my friends back in the uk and they're like having barbecues in the garden even if it's just them and the people in their house or like you know their, their close friends and family and stuff and i'm just like. Oh, I just love to have barbecue in the garden oh, right now. Yeah. Like I just and, love that. And the
1: thermostat's going up here in the UAE. Like it's not possible.
0: But then at the same time, we did all going party on a yacht the other day. We didn't did, we? yeah. And we had a barbecue on the yacht. You were the chef on the yacht, oh, actually. Yeah, I was,
1: yes. Smash the barbecue. He did um, smash the barbecue. Um, but yeah. um, sorry, yeah, I'm, d- I'm darting around a bit. But so I read a book about Winston Churchill, and my point to this was that there's nothing like quite like a, a leveller. Than to read a book about like World War Two and the biggest conflict ever, and yeah. then you're sat at home having to watch Netflix and finding it all very hard and it's all very difficult. When actually, you know, you need to get it's a good time to get some perspective. I think
0: we're almost spoiled in a way, aren't we? In the sense that we're all like, oh, we we haven't got anything to do, we haven't got anything to do. But actually, we we do have an opportunity, which is what I'm seeing it as. Like if we do have an opportunity to take the time to better ourselves like you know take the time to read more like what you're doing and i'm definitely reading a lot more as well and um to just like hone on your skills or you know take an online online class or online schooling and you know all these things that you which everybody has you can't say that you don't have them because you have everyone definitely has those little niggles in the back of their mind that thinks oh i'd love to do that
1: yeah so now's the time to actually just stop Now's pissing. the time, people. Yeah, don't piss around. I'd say the other thing beyond reading has been definitely like fitness exercise. You know, don't travel to work. Got extra time of the day. You're not achieving huge amounts because you just do your, your... My job is businessy and it's events and stuff. So what do you, What can you achieve today that's going to make you feel like better? And, and doing exercise... <laughs> See,
0: I hate you for that because I've been the complete see it like I have gained so much weight. So, what was actually given you that motivation to get out and do that exercise and stuff when the gyms aren't open? And-
1: yeah, I mean, that's the biggest problem here. It's you know, the weather's getting hotter, gyms aren't open. So, what are you going to do? Just you know, home workouts are quite tough. So, I guess the drive for me has been you know, getting to the end of the day and just having that feeling of achieving. Because you know, work slowed down a little bit, and you just need you're just looking for that extra thing that can make you feel like you've really accomplished something in the day. Um, the other part is, you know, Alex, my other half, has got obsessive with um, fitness, <laughs> so she drags me around a lot. And you know, so I
0: she's re- your inspiration. Oh. So that's 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 the ticket, guys. You, yeah, you need to have someone on your team that's like.
1: Well, if, I, if I'm trying to rock a <laughs> terrible <laughs> you, moustache, you... I've got to keep, well, you know, I've got to keep things in check. <laughs> yeah. So, but so kind of looking about how the landscape looks post-covid in terms of going out and stuff certainly where i am now where we are i would say we've saved a lot of money so i'm i'm less inclined yeah i know thanks Yay. i'll get the drinks yeah <laughs> so i'm less inclined drinks
0: on day. yeah i'm less
1: <laughs> inclined to it, um to the, go back to the norm that i was previously which was basically 30 to 40 percent of my Um, Yeah, so that was
0: something that we were going to talk about. So, like, I did um like a small survey uh a little while ago, and um about this this subject about like the nightlife and how you know people people that went out a lot and also people that didn't go out a lot. It was kind of applied to both of them because I wanted to see the difference. Um, So I asked people, were you the type of person? um that went out a lot and if you were do you think that you might be more inclined to stay in a little bit more now that you've had to experience that and 65 percent oh i said or are you raring to go (laughs) are you raring to get back out there or are you a bit more like "Mm, i could take it or leave it now yep um and 65 percent said get me back (laughs) Get me back out. Get me back out there. The, get me back at yeah, it. How many
1: of them were single though? That's and, what I want to know. Well, that makes a difference, surely.
0: It, maybe. <laughs> You're probably right. And then thirty-five percent said um, might stay in a little bit more. Yeah. Um for me, I think um, I've I'm probably a bit more actually I could say in a little bit more. Yeah. Um so the other question was is if you stayed home a lot. Has it made you want to go out more? Was it like the, the reverse, like the opposite effect, and sixty-seven percent said yes. Yeah. Um. So, all these people that wanted, that used to stay at home a lot. They want to get out there. Watch out, people, because yeah, they're coming. They're coming for you.
1: Well, I think personally, you know. I'm not gonna go back to how I was.
0: I, I'm definitely the same way. Like I definitely feel from like this whole experience, I've kind of got to a point where I'm just like, it's it doesn't fulfil me in the same way that yep. it used to. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So so yeah, for me, I don't think I'm gonna go back to how I was in London. And in a way, it's funny because the first few months we were here, we'd ramped up our lifestyle by doing that, mm. save nothing get to January, lockdown happens, suddenly we're saving money, great, you know, do I miss it? No, not really. You know, well,
0: I'm happy for you, Dave. Thanks very much. I'm happy. How do you feel, Alex? Let's, let's ask Alex about it.
2: Chime in, Alex. Um, I think that I'm quite similar to Dave in the sense that I I really appreciate much more of the simple things, so things that i really enjoyed over lockdown is going to buy a really nice piece of like meat or something to cook and taking the time to cook dinner for us and and just taking the joy out of that simple thing of making a meal together at home whereas mm-hmm. before the simple joy would have been ordering a takeaway after we've got in started, you know, <laughs> pizza yeah, <exactly>. yeah. <laughs> literally so i think from that perspective, I definitely am, you know, much more aware of what I want out of life and it doesn't necessarily exist in a nightclub, you know? Yeah. I'm, I'm quite happy to take a step back from that and yes, go out and still have fun and socialize with friends, but make more of a conscious effort to also enjoy the things that are simple,
0: so one of the questions that I asked the public was also, do you feel that this lockdown has changed your priorities in any way, if so, good or bad? Um, so a lot of people obviously spoke about the money situation, yeah. realized how much money that they could that they could save. And um, one of the people I know, Gemma, said, yes, it's made me appreciate my health and want to take care of myself and my health a lot more. Um, which is that's that's amazing and I think I I do feel like that I just haven't put it into action yeah
1: yeah
0: I'm already scheduled in to come and work out with you guys it's already it's already on the table you can replace
1: me because I'm literally done
0: (laughs) (laughs) I've had enough I'm done I'm totally done all right thanks Dave thanks thank you so much for being on here like really appreciate it we've had like such a good conversation today and just it's just so good to have somebody that has experience and um especially because you've just moved here as well so you've like you've really been through the ropes of it all so like it's just really interesting to hear like your side of how everything's been because you you have obviously been through quite a, a roller coaster since, yeah since arriving well yeah
1: thanks for having me i mean my experience has been pretty pleasant compared to most but it has been very strange. Yeah,
0: I mean, we can't complain that much no. when we get to go and party on a yacht at yeah, the weekend. H&M. Yeah, yeah, biggest concern is putting something Not in to mind. rub it in anything, guys.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and, um, you know, yeah, thanks for, for welcoming me into the group as well. And, you know, it's been good to, You're to meet you. And, yeah, looking forward to you some too, more good You too, Matt, times. you too. Yeah, thanks. Go <laughs> <a> high five. <laughs> All
0: right, thanks, everyone. Thanks for watching Jazz Talks. And we will see you next week on episode two. Thank you just oh, 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 oh